Hello, this is Pastor Kenny, and welcome to the Living Hope Wesleyan Podcast. If you would like more information about what we are all about, make sure to visit hopeforvermont.org. Enjoy! We continue in uh, 2 Peter, 2 Peter 2. Uh, we finished 2 Peter 1 last week with these words, For prophecy never had its origin in the human will, but prophet, though human, spoke from God as they were carried along by the Holy Spirit, carried along by the Holy Spirit. That is the hope that we have, that we can have strength in knowing the power and presence of God brought out through his word and by the presence of his spirit. As Christians, we believe that Jesus is with us, that he will never leave us nor forsake us. He does not turn his back on us, but he is pulling us to him. He is leading us. He is uh, guiding us, and what a hope that is for us. But we also find that uh, Peter shares, this is the Peter that walked with Jesus, the Peter that denied Jesus, the Peter that we can relate to, that he was not the perfect spokesman for Jesus or Christianity. This is a Peter that we can definitely relate to as he was an eyewitness to all that Jesus went through, and he was a recipient who experienced the love and forgiveness, the redemption and reconciliation of Jesus that's available to us. We find the second letter and he writes, but there were also false prophets among the people, just as there will be false teachers among you. They will secretly introduce destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who brought them, bringing swift destruction on themselves. There's going to be false prophets. There's already false teachers. There's people that are telling you what they want you to hear. There are people that are telling you what they believe is important. There are people telling you what we want to hear. It's interesting to think about um, the truth of what Jesus said and the healing and the freedom that he gives but we want to sometimes believe what we want to believe, not going what Scripture says. It says in Second uh, Peter 2, 1 and 2, that there is uh, those that secretly introduce destructive heresies. This is nothing new because in Luke 12, we read these words behind me. There is nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. Jesus speaking, that as false prophets, and again, Peter wrote after Jesus said these words, but Peter knew these words because he was an eyewitness. And he heard these with his own ears that there's nothing concealed that will not be disclosed or hidden that will not be made known. So even though false prophets want to lie, want to create things that secretly introduce destructive behaviors, as Christians, we can find out what God says. Returning to uh, Old Testament scripture that we read last week, I just want us to look at Isaiah 55 once more. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. Excuse me, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. God is wanting us to understand his ways. He's wanting us to understand his thoughts, to make his thoughts and his ways our thoughts and our ways. That way we can attest and approve what the Lord's will is. We can 
find out what God is saying to us, we can realize that his word in presence, his spirit revealed the truth and in direction, guided salvation, hope, peace, healing, freedom, and joy. His word and presence give us the truth. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. Second Peter 2, verse 3. I want uh, 2 and 3, and I want to just look at that again. Second Peter 2 says, Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. Why would we follow something that we like to hear, but that is not true. So I went golfing with a buddy and a buddy of mine. It's just kind of uh, funny. It was just kind of interesting. But whenever I golf, always it comes up, maybe inappropriate for some, but uh, the movie Happy Gilmore. And when Chubbs is teaching Happy how to putt, Chubbs says it's all in the hips. So putting is all in the hips. Being a, well, trying to be a golfer, not knowing how to golf, never taking a lesson. When I first started to play golf, I thought, oh, I just need to hold my arms tightly, not to move my upper body, and just to twist at my hips. What I thought was truth, because I found it uh, to be true from what I saw in a humorous comedy, I realized it is not truth at all. It's it's not in your hips at all. It's actually just kind of in your shoulders and just moving a little bit, but it is not in your hips. And I think sometimes we want to believe something because we have a relationship to it, but it's not truth at all. Verse 3 of Second Peter says, In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long been hanging over them, and their destruction has not been sleeping. Why would we want to believe something so bad that we would put our life on it just because it makes sense to us that we would listen to what some would say, these televangelists that are saying things that they sound so good, but they are so far from the truth of God and not even just looking at what God would point out as he pointed out, Jesus pointed out the Pharisees and the religious leaders that we could point to today. But how many people are we listening to, are we basing our life on that are speaking fabricated stories, that they're talking about things that make no sense according to the truth of Jesus, but they tickle our ears. They make us want to believe. We think, oh, well, I believe Jesus, but if I could also believe this that I always thought to be true, if I could take this and this will help me discover more truth, we are falling into that lie, that pit, that destruction, that disrepute. What if we just followed what Jesus said was true? What if we just went after Jesus and even though it did not make sense in our own minds, we understand in Isaiah that we can make his thoughts, his ways, our ways, instead of trying to conform our thoughts and our ways to say square peg in a round hole, like, oh, God, you need to believe like I believe. Many will follow their shameful ways, their depraved conduct. But be wise, person, Christian. Be wise to dive into what is true. Be wise to figure out that there are things that resonate so much that we want to believe, we wish to believe, we desire to believe, but test those 
things that are being spoken with the truth of scripture and not just by taking one or two verses, but looking in the whole context of what the Bible is saying, the story that God gave to us of why he loves us so much. He loves us so that we can love. He loves us so that we can share that he came to heal them, to give freedom. In 2 Peter 2, 9, if this is so, then the Lord knows how to rescue the godly men from trials and to hold the unrighteous for punishment on the day of judgment. We know that God will rescue the godly. And we also know that there is a time of punishment. In Hebrews 9, we find these words, Hebrews 9, 27 and 28. Just as people are destined to die once and after that to face judgment, so Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. And he will appear a second time, not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Let me read verse 27 again. Just as people are destined to die once and after that to face judgment, just as it is true in 2 Peter 2, we read that God will destroy the ungodly. Jesus did not come to destroy, but Jesus came to save. So we have opportunity for his salvation. We have opportunity to receive what Jesus has for us. So Christ was sacrificed once to take away the sins of many. He died to take away the sins of all. You read in the original language, you study a little bit, you understand that Jesus came to die and forgive everyone, but understand that everyone will not receive Jesus, says the sins of many, and he will appear a second time not to bear sin, but to bring salvation to those who are waiting for him. Jesus wants you to know that he is for you. Jesus wants you to know that his salvation is real and available. And Jesus wants you to know that we can have his freedom. But as we conclude, 2 Peter 2, chapter 2, verse 22 is a scary thought. Other than the Proverbs are true, a dog returns to its vomit, and a sow that is washed returns to her wallowing in the mud. That causes great pause because there are many that feel guilty, that feel bad, that feel sad. But how many are we compelled by our sins to seek God's salvation, to seek his forgiveness? We can feel guilty and feel bad and say, oh, I'm never going to do that again, or I'm going to try harder to do better. I'm just going to, you know, get more control of my life. I just want to become a better man, a better person, or we can seek out God's conviction and we can repent and we can say, Jesus, forgive me. Guilt. I heard from a great friend, Andrew Maves, one of my best friends. He was saying too often people just think guilt is enough to save them, but guilt is feeling bad. We need God's conviction that it's more than guilt. It's the guilt to know we need his healing. We need to understand we need to surrender so that we can have God's salvation that we can surrender our ways and our thoughts to know that his ways and his thoughts bring truth 
and true freedom. And so today, there's probably things that you feel guilty about. There's sins that you've committed. There's uh, stuff that's happened in your past. And I want to let you know that you don't have to feel guilty anymore. Like, oh, I feel bad. Somebody said that guilt is not repentance. But we can know that God is convicting us to bring us something more clear, something better. And as we find that conviction, he will take that guilt, that burden, that thing that's weighing us down, and he will remove it so we can run and not be weary. We can walk and not faint. Give in to God's conviction. I'd encourage you today to give in to what Jesus is saying to your heart. If Jesus is telling you that you need to repent, then repent. If Jesus is telling you you need to change, then change. If Jesus is saying there's something better, there is something better. As we conclude, I just want to encourage you by these words in Ephesians 1, verse 3 through 4. Praise be to the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in the heavenly realms with every spiritual blessing in Christ. For he chose us in him before the creation of the world to be holy and blameless in his sight. When guilt reminds us of the bad we've done, know that conviction will wash away what Satan puts in our face so that we can remember we are not looked at by the lowest common denominator of our biggest failure. The cancel culture that would say, I remember what happened several years ago or what happened last week. Jesus is saying, look through the cross and all you will see is not the bad that you have done, the guilt that you should have, but by the grace of Jesus, you know because you have committed to his conviction, the freedom that through the cross, Jesus sees us as redeemed, as co-heirs. God sees us as forgiven because of the sacrifice of his son. So this week, I just want to ask you that you take time and make time to listen, learn, and invest into one another to loving experience the hope of Jesus. That story of Into the Wild portrayed in the book about Chris McCandless took on the name of Alex Supertramp. It's really made me pause and wonder, like, as a church, as Christians, how can we let people know that God is for them? And as Christians trying, attempting, discovering how to be like Jesus, that we are for them as well. So if there was an Alexander Supertramp walking past us, we could share that there is a reason for life. There is a purpose for them. There is healing from what they've been through and that they would know the salvation that we know and the hope that we have. Let us be God's hands and feet, reaching out, 
and speaking words of life and truth. If you enjoyed today's podcast, make sure to subscribe to the Living Hope Wesleyan podcast. Uh, you can also see the live versions of these sermons on the Living Hope Wesleyan Church YouTube channel, as well as any more information that you'd be interested in at hopeforvermont.org. Thank you so much for listening.